0: Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to our online worship services. Can you believe we're online only again this week? I know we were so looking forward to being together. Circumstances dictated you know, that we uh, shut down again this week. And I just wanna thank you for your flexibility. We're trying to fight to stay open. We will be open, Lord willing, you know, next week. And that's our full intention is to stay open with live worship services. And I know every week we have Facebook and thank you for coming on to Facebook or those of you who are joining us on our YouTube channel. Thank you for that. But we really want to fight to stay open. And I tell you, you probably like me are getting a little tired of this back and forth and what's going to happen next week. And I really hope that we can overcome that. But let's just look at the positive side. I want to. I wanna remind you of something here real quickly out of Galatians chapter six. And so Paul, they were in the middle of fighting and they had a whole bunch of challenges going on there in Galatia at the time. And he said, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. And I wanna tell you, you know, there is gonna be a time when we're gonna get past all of this and we are going to have pushed through and we're going to reap a great harvest. And he tells us one thing to do in the meantime, while we're still in that, you know, uh, harvesting time, sowing the seeds. He's like, therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those of the household or the family of faith. In other words, find something good to do with your hands, find somebody to serve in the middle while you're waiting, while you're tired, while you're worn out, while you're waiting for harvest to come in. Do something good with your time. Don't allow the enemy to come in and get you so depressed that you stop doing the right things. So here's the way we're gonna look at it. Take a picture of this if you'd like. Here's your quotable quote. Just because you may not see the harvest, don't let that stop you from planting the seeds. Keep making a difference. A harvest is coming, right? Those are those two verses of scripture out of the book of Galatians. A harvest time is coming and and let's not grow weary. Let's not get tired. Let's continue to do the right things and find somebody to serve. It, it will brighten your day. I was talking with a friend of mine named Gary and he's like, man, in the middle of all this pandemic and having to isolate, the best thing I've done in all of that time is prepare a big meal and served a bunch of foster families. And so I just wanna encourage you, let's find a way to make sure that we're continuing to do the right thing because a harvest time is coming. I just wanna encourage you with that this morning because I know there's probably gonna come another time when we'll have to say, I'm so sorry, we have to shut back down. Small groups are about to start and one of our rules for all of our small group leaders is this. If at any time somebody in your group gets COVID, shut down your group for at least one week. You can go online on Zoom or Microsoft Teams meetings. We'll help you set that up. You know, But we just wanna make sure that we're continuing to stay vigilant to keep everybody safe while we fight to keep everybody coming together and alive, especially with our worship services on Sunday morning. Okay, so now as we push on, I want to talk to you about a time when Paul was talking with the Philippians and he just wanted to encourage them to keep pushing on during difficult times. So let's start Philippians chapter one. And I hope this verse of scripture just encourages you. And you know, Paul, you know everything that he had been through. And he had such a great, wonderful relationship with the people in Philippi. And he could just share with them his heart and the burdens that he was facing. And you know, Paul had been shipwrecked. He'd been stoned. He'd been beaten. He'd been left for dead numerous times. He'd been shipwrecked. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened to him. And there were these times that he really just wanted to give up. And during those times, he would, say, he would say things to people to encourage them. This is one of them, Paul and Timothy servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi. He's like, hey, all of you who are my friends, hey family, listen, together with the overseers and with the deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Just let these words of of Paul just begin to sweep over you this morning. If you've been battling depression, if you've been battling really the, all the things that are just piling up because of all of the hindrances that we have to move about freely or to work or uh, to pay for our bills or to be in relationship with people, grace and peace to you from God and our Father, of Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. And man, we have had some sweet times together in worship, in our worship center, serving foster families, watching our children's ministry and watching them just dance and play and laugh. I thank God every time I remember all these moments with you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Can you hear Paul just pouring his heart out to those in Philippi? And for me, from 2007 until today, you guys have partnered with me, with others on our staff uh, up until now, and we're continuing to fight through the things we're facing today. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on until the completion of, until the day of Christ Jesus. In other words, God's like, I'm holding on to you. I've got you. We're going to make it through. We're going to get past this COVID. People are going to get vaccinations. People are going to find a solution to it. And we've got to push through. I know we've been so fortunate and blessed in America to have so many freedoms of worship and and, and freedom of speech and freedom to go where we want and, and to have the safety of a nation where we can really run and play and enjoy life. And I know that a lot of that is, feels like it's come to a halt. But this is what God is saying. Be confident of this. I started something in you and I'm gonna complete it. I know how to finish what I started. I've got you. And so I just wanna encourage you with all of these things. That he's like, every time I think about you, every time I remember you, all the things that we've done together, our partnership in the gospel, God did start something in us and he's gonna finish it. We're gonna see through the bad times because we know a harvest is coming. Good times are still ahead. And then he went on. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and knowledge and in the depth of insight. He said, I'm just praying that your love abounds for each other and for God, and that you continue to seek out of his word the good news and the knowledge of the gospel so that you can have greater insight into all the things that you're facing today, and so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. He's like, I want you to be wise. I want you to have great discernment in what you should do with your time. I don't want you to be discouraged. I want you to find discernment. And I want it to make you pure, blameless, complete in Christ Jesus, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So you look at all of this and he's like, man, I want your love to grow for each other. I want your knowledge to grow. I want your insights to be clear. I want you to have a discerning spirit. I want you to be filled with the fruit of righteousness, doing what is right in the Lord and right for each other. And this brings praise to God. This brings glory to him. And so I really wanna encourage you with these things today. And so like Paul, you know, how do we do that? How how do how do we continue pushing through when we just want to give up? And Paul's like, it it really is all about giving up everything to serve your master, to serve your Lord Jesus Christ. Look at what he said in chapter 3. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss. For the sake of Christ, and he can go through a whole list of wonderful things that he had his education, how smart he was, all the things that he had accomplished, his background. I mean, he had a he had a, a great resume, but he said, I, "I now consider it all for a you know a loss for the sake of Christ." What is more, he said, "I consider everything a loss because of, of the surpassing worth of knowing." Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage, that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Now just pause on that for a minute. He looked at the total of his life, all the things that he had accomplished, and then he looked at all the things that he had been suffering, the times that he was left for dead or beat up or stoned, or where they really thought that he was going to die but he was rescued and he looks at what he could have had and all the the pain that he had endured and suffered by just being found in Christ Jesus. And he said, all I want is to know Jesus better. That's all I want. I want to give up everything so that I can just know him better. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is, you know, that only comes through faith in Jesus Christ. The righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith, and that's the truth. There's nothing you can do to earn salvation, to earn favor with God. He gives it to you because of the gift of His Son, Jesus Christ. So all you have to do is believe in Him. Give yourself wholeheartedly to Him. And then he says, I've got you. I'm going to begin something in you and I'm going to complete it in you. And it all comes, it's all because of Jesus Christ and the faith that we have, the belief that we have, and the obedience that comes through that belief in Jesus Christ. And then I love, this is one of my favorite passages in the whole Bible. When he says, I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and the participation of his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And so somehow attain the resurrection from the dead. And that's what we all want. We all want to get to this resurrection from the dead and to find life that when you're in the middle of something that really feels like the death of a job or the death of a life or the death of freedom or the death of good health you know, we're, we're all finding and looking around and seeing, man, things just do not feel normal. They, they're not right. And we, we all want this. Man, I want the, you know, this to know the power of his resurrection, but we don't necessarily want to participate in his suffering. We want to become like him, but not in his death. These are the things that wear us out. But Paul is like, that's where you find life. The, and the only way to experience resurrection power is to participate with him in his suffering. The only way to find real resurrection is to become like him in his death. And then he says this in the end, not that I've already obtained it, not that I've already arrived, I, I, I'm not there yet, but here's my goal. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of me. And I really want you to look at that last line. Christ Jesus took hold of me. And here I think is where I really wanna challenge you. You know, some of us are going through this pandemic, going through life, going through our spiritual journey, going, walking all of our days, doing the best we can to hold on to Jesus. It's almost like the hand of God is coming down. We're just, we're, we're trying to grab onto his hand, almost like a child grabs hold of, you know, the their dad's you know, finger. And they're holding on for dear life and dad's strides are bigger and they're having a hard time keeping up and they feel like, man, I'm gonna trip and fall. And, and I think that's really what it looks like a lot of times where some of us are trying hard to hold on to Jesus and not let go. And we're having a hard time. And we're like, Jesus, I can't keep up with you. I can't keep doing this. I can't keep walking this path. But that's not what Paul said. What Paul said, is that God has a hold of you. It looks more like this. It's the hand of God that has grabbed you. The the good news of the gospel is that Jesus has taken hold of you and he's not gonna let go. And he even said, no one can snatch you out of my hand. God has got you. He's holding you firmly. All you have to do is let go. And so Paul continues to say, I press on, I press on, I press on. And so that's what I want to encourage you with today. I want to encourage you today that, listen, if you don't lose faith, if you don't give up, you you may not be able to see the harvest that's on the way, but it's coming. And we're going to reap a a great harvest, but we have to hold fast to, to the things, to knowing that God has taken hold of us and that he's got us. And so, in the middle of all that, don't stop doing good. Don't stop planting good seeds, serving other people. And and in due time, we're going to reap a great harvest. Those of you who stay faithful, you're going to reap a great harvest. And it's coming. It's coming. Okay? So hang on. We're going to get there. Lord, don't we want to see it come fast? Lord Jesus, come quickly. Right? And so... What we're gonna be doing here in these next few weeks, and we really want everything to lead up to Easter. Man, I'm looking forward to Easter this year. And I know you know it's not gonna happen till the first weekend, April, but I'm really looking forward to it. But between now and then, we want to train everyone to be a disciple. We might meet again, we might meet every week. We might never be able to meet again. And so, what are we going to do to make sure that we are continuing to be disciples of Jesus Christ? that we're continuing to grow in him. And so I'm gonna do a series, uh, uh, just seven characteristics, seven traits of a disciple of Christ. And starting next week, we're gonna go through these. We're gonna look at personally knowing Jesus, accepting him as your savior, giving your life to him, and then seeking biblical truth. And then how does worship play a role in a disciple knows how to personally worship God? and is connected and held accountable in the body of Christ. Maintains great relationships, caring and loving relationships with people. Knows how to be a generous giver and is a disciple maker themselves. And so we're going to go through these. I just wanna make sure that you're being equipped to being a disciple. For those of you who've been walking with God a long time, you know these things are true. And you really have a good plan in your own personal life of how to do these but there may be some others around you that don't really know how to how to get started in all of these things. So my prayer as we start our small groups is that you begin to partner with somebody who maybe you can begin to mentor, maybe you can be, be able to help uh, having a deeper relationship with God. You become a disciple and then become a disciple maker, help somebody else become a disciple of Christ and we have these easy steps that you can take. So this week, starting today, we're beginning uh, our small groups. You can go to our website, you can go to firstcitychurch.org, and on our front page, Savannah has put this. You know, you can view all of our small groups and you just click on that small group directory button. And as soon as you click on it, it's gonna take you to a page that looks a little bit like this, and it has some of these small groups. Now, by the way, this is not all of our small groups. We have other small groups where people have already been meeting and a lot of those are closed groups where they've been meeting for a long time. So we have a lot of people who are meeting but all of these are open groups. You can join any of these. Our FC students, they're gonna be meeting on Wednesday nights here. There's gonna, They're gonna break down even into uh, uh, more small groups. I love the hour of prayer. Uh, our elders are gonna be rotating through and it's just a time where you can come on, and it's going to be online. You just uh, click the link. So you have to sign up for it, and you'll get the link. And you just click on it. You go, and, and they're on Zoom, and somebody will be there to greet you. And you can say, you know, here's what's going on in my life. Or you can give them prayer requests for your family or for your job or for other people who you want them to pray for. But there's nothing better than just coming together and, and pray. We have marriage groups, men's Bible studies, Tuesday blessings, women's groups, women's Bible studies, women prayer groups, wise men, fantastic group of men. They always meet, they're gonna be, I think they're gonna be studying the book of Romans. These two, Wednesday night Bible class, that's the old time midweek Bible study. And we're gonna do it here in our worship center at the church building. And uh, it's gonna start at seven, gonna last for an hour, and we're gonna be going through the Gospel of John. And so come and join us for that. If you can't come and join us, we're also gonna be putting it on Facebook. It's gonna be on Facebook Live, Wednesday at seven, so you can view it then, or you can view it later. And so those of you who are out of town, you'll be able to participate that. And that really is for those of us who live in Escambia County. Because the bridge is out, and those in Gulf Breeze can't get over, This What's Love Got To Do With It on Tuesday nights is gonna be at a, I think it's at a little country club and Donna Pennington is helping to head it up and we're gonna get together for all the people in Gulf Breeze so that we can get together and, and have a Bible study and those are gonna be so much fun. Get involved, join one of these groups. Click on it. Sign your name. Sign up so that you can get all the reminders, all the emails, all the updates when people are getting together. If somebody were to get COVID, we have to go online. We'll have all that information. Just take a step with us. Stay faithful. Listen. Stay. Stay faithful. The harvest time is coming. And for those of you who are down, I just want to pray with you. Hey, listen. I go through it too. I did not even. I did not even want to go on online only today. Uh, But we did because we knew it was the right thing to do. But I'm so looking forward to being together. And I know there are a lot of others of you who are looking forward to the same thing. We're going to keep everybody safe. When we're here at the building, we're going to wear masks. We're going to wear them the whole time. For those of us on stage, I think we can take them off while we're on stage and speaking. But outside of that, we're all going to be wearing our masks, keeping people safe. But we're going to be meeting together and fighting for that. Man, I love you. Let's don't forget to take communion. So if you're at home and you're watching, take the time to to celebrate in communion. God watches all of that. Those two simple emblems that represent the blood and the body of Christ, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And can I pray for you? Lord God, thank you so much for allowing us just to spend time with each other and with you this morning. Thank you for Paul who in the middle of a hard time encouraged us with great words, who taught us that a harvest time is coming. Let's hold on because even though we can't see it, it's coming. And Lord God, I pray that we can hold fast and knowing that you have gripped us, you've got us like a parent protecting their child, holding firmly to their arm. That's the way you hold us and No one, the enemy, no one can snatch us out of your hand. You're going to see us through. We're going to make it. And we look forward, Lord God, for the open time, the harvest time, when we're going to reap a great blessing, a great harvest, not because we're great people, but because you're a great God and you love rewarding faithfulness. Thank you for being so kind, so good, so generous, so loving in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you.